relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people and places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. So now we are recording so we could start doing the podcast, which is essentially what we were doing before we were recording, where we were just talking to each other. Billy is currently putting his child to sleep, so he's going to pop in later on. But we are here with Alex. What's up? Hey, how's it going? How is wonderful? We already talked about how wonderful Colorado is. So we're not going to talk about the weather again for the podcast listeners. <laughs> it is beautiful. I must admit the changing leaves are to die for right now. I, I am such a sucker for fall. Like, I don't care. Call me a basic bitch, but pumpkin spice. I'm all about it. <laughs> me too. Apple um, cider. <sighs> Apple cider. I'm trying to organize a backyard viewing party of the Great British Bake Off. Because the episodes are coming out on Friday. So I'm uh, like, I'll, I'll do apple cider, pumpkin pie, whatever outback. I don't care. <laughs> you want it all. I'm, I'm basic as F. I don't care. But enough about my basic life. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you break down real quick what you do in the cannabis industry? Oh, man. Okay, a little bit of everything. Uh, So I work for this wonderful company called White Label, which is based in Boulder, Colorado. Very beautiful. Mm, Uh, Very scenic. I'm sure a lot of our podcast listeners have seen the footage of the farm and all the posts that we did about it. So they they got a picture in their head of it. Field of dreams. Yeah. Uh, it's very special. We're actually harvesting right now. So it's been a very busy time. I've been outside a lot. Um, but personally, what I do, I do marketing and design and photography for a little everything that we do. Uh, I document what's happening. I help uh, brands build, build their brand out and get visuals. And yeah, I just anything creative. That's kind of my field. You're just the most creative person in the world. So you're just like, I'll do all the creative. Give me all of it. I'll do all of it for everyone. Pretty much. Yeah. Anything from designing, packaging, and uh, coming up with just original content. I like it all. Definitely keeps me on my toes being able to do multiple things at once. Whoa. So you're a jack of all trades. Is that how that started off with? Like, because hearing you know you talk and everything usually it's people start off in one position and then when they're a go-getter and a hard worker and actually have talent it's just like oh here's another thing for you to do here's another thing um was that kind of like how it was for you yeah definitely I kind of started off just doing basic social media and yeah simple stuff and then I just kind of kept learning more and more about what needed to be done creatively in the canvas industry. There's just so many things, so many people doing different styles. I just kind of start to take pieces from here and there and build my own way. 
I, and I think that's one of the more, you know, interesting things for me when I first got into the cannabis industry over a decade, most of the information that was out there were on a lot of the old school forums uh, back in the day as just far as growers sharing information and talking, but uh, through legalization and everything else, it's been very interesting to see how much specifically Instagram has kind of taken over the whole cannabis market and, you know, a lot of promotion, a lot of people building brands on there and a lot of, you know, um, I, pretty interesting work that people are doing on there, even though they will occasionally get shut down by Instagram every once in a while. They do. That's real. Unfortunate lately. They're stingy on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> But it it does seem like that's where the community's building up. I mean, now I get to follow some of my favorite farmers, some of my favorite companies and see what they're producing. You know, as far as, you know, some of these grows, they're like, oh, well, if you want to know the greatest strains that are out and the new up and coming ones, follow these breeders and stuff like that. So it's been interesting to see it evolve with cannabis. Yeah, it's definitely become its own organic kind of community. Like you said, people who I never thought I would be able to meet or get connected to, I now can on Instagram and they find me through cannabis related things. And it's been really neat to see, um, I don't know, myself being a small fish out here, kind of find my way in this big river. I mean, I really get to meet some people who've, made a difference and kind of put their mark on the campus industry so yeah it's neat to think that i kind of run with this pack now you know <laughs> i thought this would happen so i'm really thankful because uh, i've been in the campus industry for whew, almost seven years now and you know oh. i started or retail front i uh butt tended and eventually was a gm for a while so I definitely had a completely different experience at the beginning of my canvas career than I do now. Um, I'm really happy to have more, not only knowledge, uh, but just more freedom, especially of creativity. Um, not so rigid, you know, I definitely have a, a fun job right now. <laughs> well, I mean, that's awesome. You know, as far as starting off from the dispensers, there's been a lot of people that I've known over the years who, you know, started off as a bud tender, worked their way up to manager, and then are now in different parts of the industry. But mostly it just seems like it's the staying power. It's, you know, it's a smaller industry than most industries. And if you are seen to be a hard worker and a trustworthy person, you know, you're going to rise through the ranks pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, being decent and persistence is key. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. It actually works. Who knew being a decent person? So. It's really crazy how that works. I tell people <laughs> all the time, I'm just like, you know, if you want to do something, just go out and do it. And if you just keep doing it, eventually they're going to be like, all right, fuck it. Just here's your opportunity. Here's something. <laughs> you can stay for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you originally from Colorado or did you come there to be in the cannabis market like how did that even work to get into it yeah so i am originally from st louis missouri um oh, shit. the midwest and 
you know, I um I've always been interested in Colorado. I'm definitely a mountain girl at heart. I love nature and getting out and about. And it's my mom who actually started visiting Colorado and I came out with her and really just fell in love with, you know, the vibe out here. It's definitely way different than St. Louis. So I fit in well out here. And my mom actually ended up um, marrying a grower out here. So I got to spend time uh, with them as they got started. And yeah, I just really fell in love with cannabis. It was neat to see him firsthand grow and be so passionate about these plants. I mean, seven days a week, he would go in and, you know, morning to night, make sure all was well. So I had an opportunity uh, to work with him at the uh, dispensary that he was a part of at the time. And that's how I got my foot in and I've stayed ever since, you know, I really got lucky there. And yeah, it, it was just crazy how things worked out. It was almost kind of meant to be in a way. <laughs> well, my uncle always said good luck is 90% hard work and 10% timing. So that's the way yeah. I like to take it. I'll make it so that's all about me whenever good luck happens. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's you. You did it. Yeah, so. yeah, it's me. It's all me. I did all the things. <laughs> so then that must have been pretty amazing i mean like i think that's been one of the funner things with colorado's like you guys were the first you are the first and you know to be on the ground floor and watch the industry just evolve you know at ground zero basically you know it's gotta be pretty like i even out here in Oregon, I feel like I'm a, a, I'm a part of history a little bit here, you know, just doing it. So that has to feel a lot more magnified being in Colorado. Absolutely. Uh, and even only being here for, you know, however long it's about eight years, I've just seen so many changes and Mm. so many people just really grow. It's, it's been amazing. Yeah. Like you said, you feel like you're a part of history and some of the events and the rallies and you know the glass scene out here um i really got to see it kind of all so very thankful <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a long way really fast and i'm really eager to see kind of what the future holds i mean you are now a part of the future though so i mean yeah. like, you get to mold it you get to shave it and do whatever you want with it i do it's it's hard to believe uh, there's a little bit of pressure there, you know, the fact that, yeah, I do have a bit of a say creatively, uh, especially to get ideas out there and how we're represented as a brand. Um, yeah, there's a bit of importance there. So I take it serious and yeah, I do feel the pressure. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun pressure though. I think people... I think people like you probably couldn't be doing other jobs where there isn't a level of pressure to it. It's like, oh, this feels good, but a little bit less, a little bit more, but I definitely need some type of pressure on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think pressure makes diamonds. So you just, (laughs) you never know what you're going to (laughs) get. Well, so why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, the way that you go into putting your artistic touch in some of, you know, the brands that you're working with? Is it just the white label stuff or the many products that white label carries? A little bit of both. So I definitely um, 
try and you know promote our brand because we do a lot of different things from consulting to manufacturing to wholesale so there's definitely different vibes to each department but yeah specifically brands I have people who come in and they have you know their ideas and kind of what they're about and I usually have some materials on their end that I use but I definitely get a lot of freedom and yeah, I like to incorporate, you know, a lot of what's trendy, what's modern, what I've, I'm a colorful person. I'm very artistic, <laughs> uh, you know, when it comes to fine art. So I definitely lean a lot on just things that are different, you know, eye catching. So it's a mix of both, you know, that professionalism with, you know, being this kind of consulting company. But yeah, depending on what you're bringing to the table, we can we go a lot of different places so <laughs> well i definitely you know when we we're touring the facility everything looked very sleek clean and nice you know sometimes i feel like i love it i'm old school dude been in this for a second but like you know sometimes like all right guys let's dial back the hippie a little bit let's you know we don't have to have it like too much like fish you know parking a lot you know let's be professional about this and like it really seems like that's the vibe that you guys were working with definitely definitely more modern chic and yeah definitely just tasteful you know we like to keep it simple to the point and yeah it's been really fun working specifically with chelsea uh she's the ceo of our company um because she's young and she knows you know what works and what doesn't so we really work off of each other a lot when it comes to designing um just pushing those ideas back and forth because we have a lot of similar tastes Hmm. i mean so you know this is in the cannabis industry but you know honestly the work that you guys are doing you know it could be anything you know realistically with like how professional it is you know has this given you like a sense of confidence and be like i could be right there with any type of marketing firm any type of i mean (laughs) yeah Yeah, absolutely um it really changed my life i mean i did a lot of fine art um back in st louis and that's you know what i was known for and i had you know some success with that for sure i definitely did a few gallery shows and had a lot of potential but you know, coming out here and working different jobs and making my way, I definitely for a minute put my art on the back burner. So to be able to step into this space and kind of reinvent myself as a modern artist, it's really built my confidence and changed my life. And meeting people who actually compliment my work, who are, you know, well known in their field, that alone says a lot like man I guess I am kind of doing something right you know <laughs> and I'm my own worst enemy for sure when it comes to uh you know I guess holding yourself back and mm-hmm. it's been a real fun process working with this company specifically to like shed my own layers and yeah be confident like I can actually stand with these people and hold my own you know especially as a minority, like it's been a blessing for sure. Coming from St. Louis, it's been a blessing. I can, I can only imagine, but you know, Andy Warhol, he started, you know, in advertising. I mean, he did the ink line, 
advertising and that was like the stepping off point for him to take off on his career of being an artist so you know it, it all starts somewhere and then you get to flourish in all the different areas so I think yeah. it's awesome absolutely yeah it's neat you know artists are professional chameleons you know so <laughs> really make it work for a long time in different ways yeah it's it's been neat it's been neat to get to know myself differently from different perspectives you know and then also too you know what you're referencing it seems like colorado does a really good job you know making sure to highlight and be inclusive in the cannabis industry is that something that you've seen or you know what's your thoughts and feelings on that yeah um you know i gotta admit colorado i think does a decent job um First starting out, uh, you know, I only met a few people who were brown in the industry actually <laughs> thriving. And there's definitely moments, you know, will I be able to fit in out here and, you know, feel comfortable? And absolutely, I have. Um, a lot of people out here have been warm and welcoming. And a lot of people have been willing to give me a chance, you know, I got to admit. And that's gone a long way um, in my eyes for the camps industry, just seeing like people are open, you know, to other people stepping in and people are open to taking accountability, knowing, you know, kind of how skewed some of the things in the cannabis business have been towards minorities, you know, (laughs) I'm really thankful people are not afraid to have that conversation like they once were, you know, Well, I think it's an important conversation too, you know, especially, you know, uh, people who came from, you know, the black market or the people's market and moved to the recreational market. Like, I think it's important to always recognize that like, hey, you had an advantage that, you know, was at the cost of many people, you know, many minorities going to prison and, you know, you may have not done prison time and that may have led you to move into the legal market with a lot more ease, but we have to be very honest about that. And I think the fact that a lot of us who were in the people's market or the black market, you know, we were there, we knew what was happening. We know what's happening. So like, we can't really deny it. So it's like, we got to move forward in a place of truth and honesty in it absolutely yeah definitely um that's the truth especially coming from st louis i've had uh my run-ins with the law out there (laughs) and yeah uh there's definitely moments especially out there where i thought you know this this would never happen this is all just a dream you know and Mm. there's just no way and I'll be honest, even um, I did get arrested once out there for cannabis and I had a white cop and a black cop and, you know, the black cop looked me dead in the eye and said, you know, we'll never have legal cannabis out here. You shouldn't even bother to pursue this. You shouldn't even bother to have a passion for it because it's never going to happen for us out here. So you need to let that go. And it's been a decade later and here I am in this position, you know, I never really let it go and it paid off. It, it's just something I never forgot in my life, you know, like where there's a will, there's a way and there is a way to change, you know, the mentality out there. If you just put that energy in it, you know, 
there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's astonishing. Do you mind going into that story a little bit more? Like, did the cop just say that out of nowhere or like, how was that interaction? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's a pretty interesting story. Um, you know, I was involved in some black market things out there as far as mm. cannabis goes. And I just come from a really small town. So everybody knows everybody. And I had pretty much just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, there's multiple people in my town who were involved in the market. And I happened to be at somebody's house who was being watched. And, you know, I shit you not, everybody was hanging out, smoking and chilling in the basement. We had some donuts. And I think I took one bite of a donut. And before I knew it, the house was getting raided. Uh, <laughs> raided to the point, like, I had a gun to my head on the ground and we all got taken out. And, yeah, I happened to end up in this, you know, black cop's car. And he definitely, you know, there's just different mentality out in st louis it's a little bit old mm -hmm. school you know the racism is definitely still there and people keep to themselves and you know the black cop pretty much told me you know why are you hanging out with these white guys and getting involved in cannabis and doing all of this you know and that's where he said this will never happen for you you know people like us this will never happen for you you need to let this go you're going to be lucky if you get away tonight with, you know, out being charged with a felony, um, you know, and it was a scary moment. I spent a night in jail and reflected on everything. <laughs> I was scared shitless. I'm not going to lie. You know, I thought about, of course, leaving cannabis behind for good. And, you know, by visiting Colorado and getting inspired and seeing that it was legal out here, seeing that there were people like me, you know, having a job and being okay yeah it, it was crazy i was nervous it would never happen for me so i can't believe it still that it is coming from that situation to now i mean mm. i got away by the skin of my teeth you know other people i've known out there have not been as lucky at all <laughs> man not even close i grew up right outside of philadelphia and yeah. i have yeah i <laughs> Well, I have a lot I, of friends I had to leave behind and move out to Oregon just because, you know, I was in the yeah. industry back there. And I was just like, man, I feel like we're at the butt end of this industry <laughs> right now. You know, yeah. like everything. I just I knew too many people out in Oregon who are shipping things back and everything. And I was just like, why are we doing this here? Why don't we go out there and do it? Because it felt like there was a place for it out there. And it was yeah. just way too scary. I had a friend who got stabbed over a couple ounces of weed you know two months before I came out and then oh, I'm my. out in Oregon and they're like sweeping up two ounces of the same weed and throwing it out you know out. So. yeah literally you're like is it real <laughs> parallel you <laughs> it really is is it is it hard to think about though do you ever want to go back to st louis and maybe prove that cop wrong and set it up and like be a driving force in the industry there uh that is something that i have debated for years for sure you know because i have a lot of roots out there and connections and yeah to be somebody in that community to really carry that weight in a strong way it would be neat, you know, it really would be neat. I do think about it sometimes, but 
man, Colorado just has a hold on me. I really have had so many amazing opportunities out here. It's hard to walk away, you know? <laughs> it is hard to walk away. I can't deny. Not to mention, Colorado's kind of made me a different person, you know? So it would be a transition to adapt to St. Louis again compared to Colorado. No, that was the same thing for me. I went back to Philadelphia for like five months and I was like, you know, maybe I'll get into the industry out here. I'll do stuff, you know, there. And then just even being back in the area and back there, I was just like, oh, I'm a completely different person now. I'm an Oregonian more than anything else, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Colorado's mowed me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's the same thing yeah. out in Oregon. I'm like, nah, man, we don't, we can just be chill. It's cool. Yeah, you got it. I'm just trying to keep to myself and be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, that's an amazing story. I mean, I think that's the one thing we hope to do with this podcast is highlight to people, you know, like, you know, I I met you for, you know, one day and we were just hanging out and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, this is a business professional who's doing marketing and all this. And then you forget about the stories that we had to go through in order to get to these places where we yeah. were just enjoying a plant. You know, it's just like, it's like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've all come a long way. And yeah, I'm glad we all have a positive attitude about it, you know? <laughs> well, I think we have a little confirmation. <laughs> I think we have a little bit of a confirmation bias because we were like, see, we were right the whole fucking time. It was yeah, you guys right? that were the assholes. <laughs> Literally, like, come on now. <laughs> I knew. I knew. <laughs> It's a goddamn plant, the same it was before and it is now. It's the same. It's we were saying this for years. Yeah, years, you know, and it really helps people. And St. Louis is definitely kind of place for people, you know, they drink a lot, they smoke a lot, prescription pills are big, and you know, cannabis just for me was like a no-brainer. You know, why ingest all these terrible things when you have this miracle plant right in front of you? <laughs> hello <laughs> exactly that's what we've been trying to tell people and that's what we're hoping to get people to understand through the podcast because you know sometimes in places like st louis and other places like that back in the day in order to get cannabis you had to go to the people who were also selling the pills and also selling yeah. the harder drugs so for a lot of people that's still rolled up in the same imagery and the same kind of stuff so we just want to be like no this is completely different when you can go to a place like the republic you know one the shop there and you know buy it in a beautiful nice little store and it's just gummy bears and you go and have a wonderful <laughs> weekend like that's what it essentially is you just go home yeah. and giggle at cartoons yeah and eat your cereal and enjoy yourself <laughs> <laughs> That's me like every other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what What do you think's been the most surprising thing for you through legalization since you've been through the majority of it? What were the things where you were kind of like, I don't, I didn't see this coming a mile away? Probably some of the products that I get to see, you know, I'm <laughs> Everything from medicated barbecue sauce to sexual lubricant. I mean, 
the sky's the limit. I think that's been very surprising to see what people club with, you know? There's so many ways you can ingest THC. Um, that is, it's pretty fascinating to yeah. say the least. <laughs> no no i think i was amazed by that i mean it sucks because there's a lot of stuff in the medical market that didn't make it to the recreational market like yeah. there was an ice cream company here in oregon that did a great job but there was a company that made otter pops cannabis infused otter pops and i was like oh this is amazing <laughs> what will they think of next but really <laughs> amazing yeah <laughs> That's definitely a big one. Um, you know, also the mentality, just people being more accepting. Uh, you know, I worked on the medical side for years and I've worked on the rack side. And it's really cool to see the diversity of characters that come in for different things. I mean, people who you never would think touch marijuana in their life and, you know, they're eating thousand milligram edibles on the weekend. It's like, wow. <laughs> you know? moms and grandmas you know i love seeing people opening up and trying things together that's that's really fun i like that a lot yeah the exploration of it and the like hey let's check this out and then it's like oh that's that was not as big a deal as we thought it was gonna be yeah yeah getting rid of that fear because some people yeah they're absolutely terrified to hit a vape and it's like you know if you Take just a hit and let it sit. It'll be okay. And yeah, it actually is okay for most people. You know, I like seeing people get brave. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a great time. You don't have to worry about anything. What do you think is probably the most fun part about your job? Oh, man. Um... I mean, I love meeting people, but honestly, not to sound like a cheesy artist, but just the imagery that I get to see, you know, I mean, the colas of the weed that we grow, it's just doesn't even look real, you know, <laughs> it doesn't. So I get to witness this in person. Uh, that's amazing to me. I'm a big plant person. So seeing the whole stages from start to finish that that does a lot for me uh, <laughs> for well- sure. And then, you know, back in the day, you know, we cannabis, you know, until you got to know it, it all kind of looks the same. But then when you start getting the subtle differences and the subtle different ways that the calyxes grow upon themselves, and then you're like, oh, shit, I can tell the difference in this plant structure. The colors, just purples, greens, reds. I mean, there's a lot of variety, like. I don't think everybody necessarily realizes, you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, just even, I mean, with different heirloom companies, when it comes to potatoes, the massive yeah. differences in potatoes. <laughs> For sure. It's the same. Yeah. It's and the you same get it, exact bro. thing. I yeah. love growing weed and I, you know, I love ingesting cannabis, but I tell people like, ultimately I just love growing pretty flowers. Like, the amount yeah. of house plants I have around my house. I'm just like, yeah, I just like pretty flowers. I'm that type of dude. <laughs> yep, exactly. Plants, they just bring happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this plant completely. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very good one. 
Uh, well this has been wonderful i greatly appreciate this i'm very shocked that billy is not back here yet um who knows what happened to him he's probably having to arm wrestle the child to get them yeah probably fine death for bed you know (laughs) (laughs) and i'm assuming that he's losing the arm wrestling match though too but (laughs) yeah before we go, uh, this is one of the things I think is really important to ask people. Especially, oh, he's still there. He's doing. I stuff. could hear you guys. I'm <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> he's still there. not. I don't know if you can. He's still not. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't want to go to bed tonight. Well, I think he knew. He was like, "Let's let Mike take the reins and see." <laughs> If he can what do he it. can do, and he <laughs> knocked it out of the park. It was a lovely conversation that I really debated the last three minutes whether I was going to come in or not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I well, did it. Very good, Mike. <laughs> well, but I think most of it was you. So, if we're being honest, I don't think Mike had anything to do. We just had a, a wonderful guest finally. <laughs> was such a great guess he knew that he could leave it in my hands but um i did want to ask where do you think the cannabis industry is going from here what do you think as far as federal legalization and all of that you know what what are your thoughts on that oh man um i mean i definitely see it getting you know into the hands of more people um you know, I definitely could see it being regulated more. Um, you know, the sky, again, is the limit for it all. I'm excited to see these new states, how they take the market. I feel like a lot of people are going to base things on places like Oregon and Colorado. And we've done a pretty good job. So I can just see more research being done and more products that are specialized for people being made and just the knowledge growing and the acceptance growing, you know, um, I also could see the mushroom market kind of intertwining even more with the canvas market. They kind of go hand in hand as far as plants goes. So I, yeah, I definitely see a lot more, um, in-depth advancement coming our way. I feel like every day I learn something new about, you know, things that cannabis can do or what's found in it. So Yeah. I think we're on the right track to just keep expanding and educating and helping people. I love how hopeful that was. That makes me so happy. So many people sometimes are a little bit negative, like they're going to come in and ruin it. But that was so hopeful and so positive that I just, I loved you. That was dope as fuck. I thought so too. I was like, wow, that was a nice way to put some bad people might get a hold of it. And I don't mean, <laughs> and I, and I don't mean criminals by <laughs> yeah. bad people. Uh, you gotta have a little faith, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful answer. And thank you for your time. And I apologize again for just a, just a series of errors today. Like, I would have. It's good. <laughs> Merc- Mercury is in retrograde. So that is a thing. That's just a thing that everyone from Eugene says anytime <laughs> anything happens. Uh-huh anything wrong you know it's some planets again it's the planets that's what happened with facebook they didn't coordinate with the planets this week that was their fault gelson's doesn't have a gatorade (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> be- before we let you go, let all the people know where to follow you on social media and all the great handles and such. Absolutely. Uh, my personal handle is Indian Love Puppy. Very memorable. Uh, I love to post a bunch of nature pictures and dog, dog you know, pictures of my dog. Um, it's a great follow, not to interrupt, but I did interrupt. But it is it is inspiring and nice and peaceful. And I'm about to do a mass unfollowing, but you're you're gonna make good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well i'm glad it's a little peaceful not as chaotic as other things i Uh, just followed it right now so there we go there we go sunsets flowers um my main company is i love white label that's our you know master consulting manufacturing brand and then if you're looking for great weed in boulder colorado follow shop the republic Uh, it's amazing all organic boulder carbon certified um you know, we're serious about taking the right steps to make a difference. So <laughs> it's one of my favorite operations I've ever been to. And I don't say that lightly because I've been to some really cool and really rad places, but it is it is top three wonderful places I've ever been to as far as like it's special what you guys have there. So uh, it's a great property and we're so thankful to share it with others. So you weren't lying about that kid. We can hear him screaming in the background. He really doesn't want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's theater of the mind, man. That's what we're doing. It's, it's that was just he is fighting it. He's he reads energy. He's like, You're having fun. What are you doing? <laughs> he listens to the planets and knows everything too, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not dumb. He just said, I know you're having fun. Why are you not involved? <laughs> Bad life. It Bad is. Life. I love it. I love it. And I sometimes it bleeds into my other life, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you once again. We greatly appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It's cool to share my story a little and just connect. So thank you. It's an yes, important story. We'll we're friends now, so we will see you. <laughs> yeah, we're friends. Yeah, I hope to see you soon. Hell yeah. (laughs) Have a great night. You too, guys. Take it easy. (laughs) Bye.